I'm Sinead O'Moore and you're listening to Every Mum the Podcast. Every Mum the Podcast was created for one reason, to get honest about parenthood, about the realities, the joys, the surprises and the fears, the moments that form us and the ones we don't hear people talk enough about, which is why we are so proud to partner with Water Wipes as our sponsor for this season, as they share this mission with us and are such an essential brand for every mum. As creators of the world's purest baby wipes containing just two ingredients, 99.9% water and just a drop of fruit extract, water wipes are purer than cotton wool and water and also the proud winners of three National Parenting Product Awards 2020, including Best Baby Wipes. During the early days as a parent, everything is uncertain, but choosing the right wipes shouldn't be a worry. With no artificial fragrance, soap, silicones or colours, Water wipes are suitable for sensitive newborn and even premature skin. Together, we are committed to providing more reassurance for parents with trusted products and this podcast, helping us to all take those important steps towards greater confidence while building a community of support for every mum. Imagine being told you're pregnant with not one, not two, but three babies. In this episode, I met the Wonder Woman that is Ali D., just three weeks following the safe and healthy birth of Ted, Lenny and Bruce, her three newborn baby boys. Bringing a new baby into the world can be daunting at the best of times. But with the right support and frame of mind, Ali managed to stay excited throughout her pregnancy and most importantly, throughout their incredible birth story. With the boys born at 31 weeks, they are still being taken care of by the amazing team in the National Maternity Hospital. So I am incredibly grateful that Ali could give us her precious time. She shares advice, encouragement, tears and laughter. And most of all, she reassures every mom expecting multiples that everything will be okay. I am here with Ali D and I am just so impressed to see the fact that you had triplets three weeks ago. Thank you. <laughs> and you look incredible. You just, you're, you're beaming, you're full of energy, you're remarkable. Like your body has grown four humans. Yes. This point. <laughs> Three of them at the same time. Um, how are you feeling? I'm actually feeling quite well. <laughs> I didn't expect to feel this well, but uh, yeah, no, I, you asked me that two weeks ago now, I'm sure it would have been a <laughs> totally different answer, but uh, I'm feeling more like myself. So for anybody that doesn't follow your story, you have a daughter, Georgia. Yeah. And you have just had three little boys. Yes. <laughs> three. So triplets, Bruce, Lenny and Ted arrived three weeks ago. Yeah, the BLT sandwich as well. Oh, called. very good. <laughs> we didn't realise that made that a uh, reference. Because I'd say it's very tricky to find three names that you want of the same gender. Um, I had, I, I actually can't tell you how many names I had, but they just don't go together. Like we love the name, I love the name Freddie. Yeah. We can't have Fred and Ted. No, you can, yeah. And Ted I, I, was kind of a decided one. Okay. That was the first one we decided on. And then, yeah, every time you think of, I love the name Lenny and I also love the name Henry, but you can't have Lenny Henry. Okay. <laughs> so you're so like eliminating. Kind of, yeah, kind of. <laughs> I loved Lee as well. You can't have Bruce Lee. So, you know, every name that we liked kind of went with yeah. the other names we liked. And, and then you, you have, have to kind of separate them. Your partner. Yeah, that was the fun part. <laughs> did you have like a long list of names that you loved and he had a long list of names that he loved? I had a long list of names and I spent the 31 weeks asking Chris what names he liked and him just going, I'll think about it closer to the time. <laughs> <laughs> so um, funnily enough, I, Bruce was my name and Chris didn't agree to it the whole time. And, oh, um, I love Bruce. I love Bruce. Bruce I just is think brilliant. There's no like, man whose name is Bruce who isn't amazing. <laughs> I mean, so. Springsteen is king. I know, so. yeah. Like Bruce Willis, my yes. favourite. Yes. Like, they're just, it goes on. And then like Bruce Banner, Bruce Wayne. All the action heroes, you know. So <laughs> just had to be in there. And yeah, then when I they were born, it. how did you like define? Did you have them in order then? Well, I knew, like, while I was pregnant, Bruce was, he's a singleton. So two are identical. Lenny and Ted are identical. So they were, t- oh, so they were twins and then They're Bruce. twins, yeah. And the other one. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, the pair and the spare as we oh, no. <laughs> kind of got to know them as. But um, yeah, I kind of always had the, he, because he was on his own, he's we kind of nicknamed him the lone wolf and, you know, messing. And Bruce was just always going to be his name in my head anyway. Yeah. And I just had to convince Chris. But after delivering three babies, 
to be fair, you, you don't you don't need to convince many people. And to be fair, um, I had a lovely midwife with me when they were delivered. And when I told her the name, she was like, "You've just delivered three babies. His name is Bruce." So your body is done was, enough. It was you named. Get to he pick. was named before Chris even had a chance. Like I was like, "Woo!" So and then Ted and Lenny. Lenny is uh, my dad was a massive Leonard. Well, is a massive Le- Leonard Cohen fan. Lovely. So that's where Lenny kind of came from. And then Lovely. Ted was after his his granddad was Eddie. Lovely. So that was Jordan's only great granddad she had. And we just kind of loved the idea of that. So Ted is a play on that. So that's where that came from. So yeah. And you said there, so you had 31 weeks to convince them. Yeah. <laughs> so how did those 31 weeks go for you? Um, In the beginning, it was fine. I was, I didn't, I had a bit of morning sickness, a bit of the normal kind of stuff, but nothing major. So um, I had no idea that I was the world of multiples was coming my way. And then when did you find out? Was it at the 12 week? Um, we found it was triplets at the 12 week, but at the eight week scan, um, we went for an early scan. My consultant and there was all you could see was kind of the two sacks. Of okay. Whatever it is. There was so more than there was one. twins is what he said. Yeah. And then, yeah, at the 12 week scan, even when he put the <laughs> scanner on me, I could see, like you could see it clear as day straight away and his jaw kind of dropped. So um <laughs> quite quickly I figured out there was something and how did you feel I just laughed I just couldn't stop laughing I just thought it was like fun like who whoever gets told they're having triplets like I just and then my sister like like I always my sister has twins okay so she had two girls and then she got pregnant with twins and had two more girls and I used to always slag saying you know she went for number three and she got three and four like you know that way <laughs> so all I could do was laugh because I was thinking oh my god like you've done it this year catching isn't it yeah. like so yeah. I was like you it's kind it of her revenge without <laughs> even having to do that so uh so there's definitely multiples then in your family yeah my aunties have twins my cousins have twins okay so it was on the cards at some point yeah I thought that was my sister's party trick though I didn't think I was going to you know I was like that's what she does but then, but, uh, but, it t- but Chris had to get his head around it. Oh, yeah. Well, he was, like, funny enough, because it was a second scan, like, we had the eight week and then we had the 12 yeah. weeks. So we two was kind of relaxed at that stage. Um, he was actually sitting at the desk over sending an email. <laughs> and I've never seen someone's head kind of perk up as quick. He was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and we were kind of joking, because Chris, the car salesman, so I was saying, like, you know, we don't need to get a new car, and we don't need to do all this. And straight away, I could just see him listing off cars in his head of what we're gonna have to get and you've gone from having one child to four yeah <laughs> that like that to yeah. be fair I could see why it took him a moment to oh yeah no like I did you know yourself I, I as a mom already I was just kind of like straight away you're just delighted you're just yeah. like look yeah. it is what it is yeah. and that's I'll take what I'm given, kind of. <laughs> I'm always, because I have one child and I hear a lot of women talk about like when they when they get pregnant and they, with the second and they're like, how am I going to love another human as much as I love oh, my yeah. first? Like, were you afraid of how am I going to love three yeah, more like, than I love? Yeah, because you're Georgia. like, you're kind of, obviously the panic over Georgia would yeah. be the main thing straight yeah. away. She's here. She's the one physically yeah. in front of you. And um, she has a little bit of, she's been a little bit, separation anxiety for mommy and daddy obviously the last few months so we were kind of really worried about her yeah. so and then you do you think where am I going to find three more sets three more love? yeah like you know you kind of think you, you kind of wean in everyone yeah I don't know that's how I assumed it happened anyway but uh yeah no just but did you away. have that like instant protective ah bump love <laughs> I wouldn't say I loved my bump but yeah like but for what was the, like, yeah just yeah. have this motherly instincts yeah like I think it kind of took me until I was about 18 weeks out to realize there was three in there because until you felt them move it's that just must be kind strange. of reward feeling yeah. the three of them move in different ways yeah ah that was like <laughs> <a little> disco. <laughs> it was like something like from outer space someday <laughs> it's like you should have seen it but um yeah they all kind of but they all moved I knew exactly which one was moving every time and Did you? yeah because they were all in the same position the whole time so okay. it was kind of and Do they, they have patterns of Yeah, they up. all had their times of the day as well. So it was kind of, because I was kind of worrying, you know, the way when people say you count your kicks and yeah, 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 do yeah. all that. But no, they all woke up at different times during the day and they all moved and, you know, one was fond of my rib cage, one was yeah. fond of my bladder. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so the other one just made me, like, didn't these, it, like my bump used to make shapes and everything. It was oh, insane. Mad. Like, so. But was there any times where you just felt like, how are we going to do this? Oh, every day at some stage. Like, one, especially during the night, if I woke up during the night, that's when your mind raced. 
and you couldn't you know yourself you're you trying to go back to sleep you can't yeah. turn it off like and you're kicking yourself because you're saying stop worrying about this like yeah, you're fine there's like, nothing you, I can do about it you worry about everything you worry about Georgie you worry about money you worry about you know the logistics of it you worry like are you gonna cope yeah are you gonna have enough help are you not are you everything like it all goes through your head at some stage I know I have a very calm persona on the outside and I am 90% of the time but you do obviously you can't help yeah of course you worry about everything like you know that way so and you had had a miscarriage leading into conceiving the triplets yeah so the end of November I had a miscarriage and then basically we were trying for a couple of months and you know like even that process can be daunting mentally on a lot of people um and then we found out I was pregnant and obviously delighted told the family Mm. all that kind of stuff and then literally I just had a bleeding that was how many weeks were you I was I think I was only about six weeks at that stage I literally only found out I was pregnant so um, but of course, the excitement and you're, oh, yeah. whatever. So, um, see that positive test. Yeah. Ah, you've the whole life planned. Yeah. No matter what anyone says, like, you know, you, you've already secretly looking at baby names and. Even when you're trying, you think you are. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. It's like buying a lotto ticket. You just exactly. think you've won. Yeah. You know, you've already spent the money. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, that was, I have to say, emotionally, that was really hard to process. I'm normally very headstrong and I know how to, you know, separate emotions and deal with them one at a time. But I, I couldn't like it was just and you didn't know whether it was okay to talk to people about it whether it wasn't you didn't know whether people would be kind of rolling their eyes at you and they're not of course they're not no. but it's your head and you can't like I always say to people, you just can't explain it like and you do feel like when you know the uh, what do always people say I could be worse or could be or could you know that kind of yeah. now and that's god bless we're Irish it's our mentality we try our best to yeah to but see it's not always positive. helpful it's not you know that way but I do always think good intentions let person are. F- like, let them feel how they're feeling. Like, yeah. No, go exactly. through the motion of it. And to be fair, now I have to, again, hand my family and friends were amazing. Like, I'm, I'm so blessed in that regard. Like, they, they let you sit there and cry for three days with them. Yeah. <laughs> They'll drink the wine with you and yeah, go through yeah. the motions. So, uh, no, I was, I was really blessed in that regard. So, kind of, that kind of helped me. Yeah. And then the fact it was December. I was so busy. Yes. And Christmas and everything. And, yeah, literally just like January we went to I had said I was going to do dry January <laughs> of course as we all do and I had gone away for the weekend with my mom and my niece and that was it I was off the drink and all kind of and everyone was messing so nobody assumed and I didn't assume and but you know no one thought and different like and we just I randomly at the end of January I was like I'm just gonna take a pregnancy test because you just didn't feel right yeah you know I was like mm, and I remember walking down the stairs Chris was getting ready for work and I was like, I'm pregnant. Like, I actually couldn't believe it because it wasn't some sort of plan or we didn't yeah, yeah. Kind of plan at and we just, just said, happened. I'll just wait and see and whatever. Like, but uh, yeah, I just remember being like, and again, we were kind of, it's awful. You're waiting for the bubble to burst again as soon as it happens. Yeah. I couldn't believe how quick it yeah. kind of happened. But again, it was lovely because when you're talking to people Surprise. about it, it, yeah, you know, it was just, it just happened. Like it wasn't, there was no meticulous right. planning to it yeah I'd imagine like deciding to go in again after a miscarriage yeah that like, that would be very daunting again like to, if you were making that conscious decision yeah because it's, it's it always in happened? the back, back of your head you know that way and you're always worried about everything again so I'd say going in for that first scan then there was a lot of tension. oh yeah we were really nervous like so that's why when they said it was two again like I just laughed I just I just thought that's the universe for you isn't yeah. it it's just like someone somewhere has to be like looking after you in that regard and I'm not a massive believer in yeah. all that but and then after this year I am I think <laughs> the date that the baby that you lost would have been born and yeah it was so funny I, um the 2nd of August was the date I was due the first baby and if I'm honest with everything that happened in the hospital I had totally forgotten from that that was even the day mm. it was two days later um a girl I know was getting married on the 2nd of August and she had put up a wedding photograph and it's only when I seen her wedding photograph, I went, oh my God, that's the same. D-. You know, because I always associated the two dates. Date, yeah. And um, I remember texting Chris saying, it's like the babies are born on the same day. The original baby was supposed to be born on. Like I was like, that's just, you know, I was like, you, like I cannot in a million years, like so w- explain you, you it or meant, understand it. or You were meant to have a baby on that date. Yeah. It just so happened. It was the same boys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I really outdid myself on that day. <laughs> but um yeah, it it like I just 
that was something I got really emotional over that when I kind of had two days after when I'd settled and realized I couldn't I you'd have to believe that there's some kind of magic oh uh, I just you couldn't not like I like of all the things three boys to be born on the same day as I was just like now there's there's someone somewhere looking after looking you. after you yeah. you know so. so you got your babies on the 2nd of August yes <laughs> what was that day like um that was um, a fun day I didn't expect to have them on that day um I was brought into Hall Street on the Wednesday I had a um, my waters broke on the Wednesday evening and <laughs> I kind of walked in and was told within 24 hours if they if I don't go into labor you know it's a good thing and yeah. put on antibiotics and all that kind of stuff so I was in um one of the units in the hospital and it was lovely because I'd been in before so I had the same girls looking after me which was it's a little bit yeah you need that reassurance it feels a little bit more yeah. homely straight yeah. away it's you know a familiar face goes a long way a long way um and I actually remember one of the girls made a joke one of the midwives made a joke with me she was going home on Thursday evening and she was like now don't you do that until we get back in like messing and uh eight o'clock the next well about quarter to eight the next morning I literally got like I would say a twinge didn't even think mm-hmm. of it and I said I'll get up and have a shower before my breakfast comes you know and I got into the shower and straight away I was like oh <laughs> oh this isn't a good feeling at all like I knew it was contractions like straight away um and I of course being me instead of ringing the bell politely got dressed and <laughs> went yeah, back out yeah. and I walked down and one of the midwives was there and I just said I'm having a few pains so she came down and within a few minutes was like you're you're in labor like I was like oh and with that the room filled up I I've never seen that as mental in my life like they didn't want you to go into natural labor so they would they wanted to they want oh yeah I'd, I'd be sectioned so I knew that from day one anyway yeah. it's just it was a safer option Absolutely. for me and them so was an no-brainer go with whatever they're advising but uh all the midwives kind of came down and I was laughing because the girl from the night before obviously was during ch- uh, handover in the hospital so she had only come in t- back into work <laughs> and she was kind of joke. it was brilliant because yeah naturally you're familiar and she was kind of joking and the other girl I knew as well so she was kind of making jokes or whatever and you need that because Chris was at home with Georgia at this stage this is five past eight and I'm ringing him saying you're gonna have to get into the hospital I'm in labor and anyone I think majority of us have been through labor we we kind of thought it lasts a long time yeah yeah you've <laughs> so got a while so i was gonna have to get in at some point today yeah so i wasn't <laughs> kind of panicking or worrying around and i was like look i'm i'm in labor you're gonna have to come in so chris dropped george over to me mams and all that kind of stuff and was driving into hollow street on a friday morning up the canal you know yourself nice bit of traffic thank god the summer holidays it was thank god and it was a bank holiday yeah. weekend um but the the nurse at that side it's a room filled and there was consultants and I knew it was going to happen my consultant had gone through everything I had the girls from the neonatal team had come up to me weeks before and explained how everything was going to work I had the pediatric doctors up explain how things are going to work so I had all the information that helped massively I love information (laughs) I love the more I know the calmer I am and like thank god I knew all that because I knew I had to sign forms for stuff I knew I had to you know thing I had people putting you know the cannulas in the arm and doing all these bits and I knew everything that was going to happen um I had a different consultant because unfortunately mine had to be somewhere that like he was off that morning of course but uh, I actually felt so sorry for him because I was like I know he was so excited about the triplets but um he's brilliant but uh yeah I had a different consultant but he again I knew he was going to be there that day and so on and so forth that was fine but um yeah and then you're in a wheelchair someone's handing you something to drink you know just for something else something, really don't yeah, you? Just something else is kind of, it kind of literally happened so quickly yeah. like I was saying if you're, if you're giving birth just leave the shame at the door yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> just just embrace it and go with it like they are like I cry every time I can't even talk about stuff in Hollow Street without crying I'm gonna try my best not to know but uh they just do it like it was just unreal I was They're up amazing. in a lift and within I remember Chris rang one of the nurses rang my phone back so then the nurse said give me your mobile I'll like worry about that and yeah. take photos for you and do whatever and I was like oh, all right grand like you know thinking this is gonna be a while is it not yeah, like yeah. um but I was straight up the stairs and I was in the theater and again there's I, I I knew how many bodies were gonna be in there because they have a team for each baby oh my god so, so how many people are on a team um I'm at, I actually can't remember how many there's at least I think two midwives 
to the neo, like a neonatal uh, nurse, a midwife, and a pediatrician per baby. And then I know, like, I, I and remember... And people there looking after you. Yeah, well, I had three midwives. I had one who was kind of minding me while everything was happening. And then when the screen and everything came up, I had um, a nurse that... Because poor Chris, unfortunately, um, did not make it into the hospital on did time. He no, he got there just a few minutes late. But uh, I, one of the nurses sat on the stool beside me. And she was brilliant. Do you know one of these people who knows exactly how to do their job yeah. she started talking to me about anything yeah except for what was happening yeah. and Just it was brilliant you. and I had another girl behind my head and of course the tears were coming I wasn't crying but my tears would not stop coming down my face like and she just stood behind me with tissue literally wiping tears away you know it was just lovely like I, I said to Chris I was like I I wasn't like I'm scared obviously for yeah. babies but I was like I knew I was fine I was like because I had you know all these people Minding me without having to ask to be minded. <laughs> so um, he, the babies were, and again, they kind of said, you know, the babies mightn't cry when they come out. Don't worry about that. I knew all that. They were like cats coming out. <laughs> you should have heard them. Like, and it was lovely though, because obviously that is, that's the noise. even though you know it mightn't happen and you're okay with it, it's the so noise. Reassuring. Yeah, and straight away, the first question you ask is, are they okay? Straight away, like you just, the, the relief Impulse. and then the panic, like, you know, that way. So um, yeah, they were fine and, they they brought them over to show me before each of them left as well, so that was lovely. And um, then, as I was saying, poor Chris didn't make it, didn't so make he it. got to Hollis Street by. They were born at five to nine, and he got there at five past nine. And he was met when he got out of the lift. He was met by one of his sons. And did they at least did the people with that baby know? Chris? Yes, they said okay. this is this is your this is one of your sons. Like and Chris was in such a panic at this stage because when he rang. A half eight, the midwife was like, you're not going to make it. You're going to, you need to get, you know, kind of, you need to get in here. It was a bit more of a panic, but she was like, just, and the midwives, to be fair, were instructing him on the phone, you know. How did you feel though when the babies were taken out of the room? Um, I was okay again. Um, Chris, when the f- um, the first baby was taken out, which I think was Lenny, I can't actually remember which order they went out in. Um, so they came over and showed me him and then went. And then when Chris came in, the, the two others were still over on the table. So, the midwife um, brought Chris over, and this is the one that I had said was like, "You just delivered three babies. You can name him Bruce." Yeah. <laughs> and this is how I got the name Bruce because he, he brought Chris over and went, "This is your son, Bruce." And I was like, and he said he just kind of hung his head. He was like, "Okay, okay." <laughs> so that's how I got the name in, and then he got to see the two boys, and then kind of came back over. And again, as they were leaving, they showed me each of the boys, yeah. and I knew they were going, and I knew I wouldn't see them until the next day. I was so well prepared for the process of how it worked that's incredible like I kept asking like I knew um when Georgia was born she was in special care for the first okay. three nights so it was the same she was born I got to hold her for a minute and then she was taken to special care and again I didn't get to see her till the next morning were you anticipating that though and uh, no was, with Georgia was a surprise, I, yeah that was complete surprise that was just she was overdue and she'd swallowed something on the lungs yeah, yeah. and that was it but again it I knew no different okay so the only way I knew about having babies was you have your baby you see them they get taken off this is the process and so it's funny isn't it how what you anticipate in your mind plays really it's a really important thing so that you're not disappointed in the moment yeah but I think that's another thing with a lot of people they plan yeah so (laughs) so well and it's I always say to people plan what you want but please don't be disappointed if it doesn't happen because Like, realistically, I was supposed to walk in on a Wednesday morning, like, you know, la la la, my hair done and (laughs) everything ready to go, walk in, get this spinal, lie on the bed calmly, Chris come in and, you know, this lovely experience, but it didn't happen like that and I'm fine with it. It took me a day or two now to wrap my head around it because it was so quick. I was like, but, like, they're here and they're safe and... And you'd been reassured that they were fine, they were healthy, so you yeah. could just relax. Exactly. So literally, as soon I warned Chris, I was like, "Be in first thing in the morning. I'm getting up. I'm having a shower and going down. Like you know, straight away you want to go down, but I obviously needed a bit of help at that stage. But yeah, I went down and everything again. They had explained all the, you know, this is for this breeding. You know, there's all the different types of stuff for breeding, all the different things they put on them. They had gone through everything with me. So, so you were expecting how they were to look. I knew how the they were going to look. Different, the breathing devices yeah. and the tubes. And, and I knew masks. at every stage why stuff was being done. So, And like the nurses, you go down, they introduce themselves. They tell you all the stats for the day. Like, you know, they were this way. 
they did this, they did whatever. And then they sit and they chat to you, like, even though they're. Because I'd imagine like, it is very overwhelming when you walk into that environment. Like, you're yeah. not used to seeing <laughs> tiny little babies need so much care. No, well, as well, the, the, the thing I knew I was going to shock me was the size of them. Because Georgia was a 12 born. Like, she was, a, like, when she was in the neonatal, I remember being like, I am mortified <laughs> like you know there was like two pound babies and I was like I'm so sorry my child is so dramatic like you know like but uh because she, she was huge like you know that way and then I knew the size of them is what was going to I had to take a minute yes. to because as much as people say you're gonna have small babies you're not used to yeah you don't see them you don't yeah and even like they're technically for triplets it would all their weights were they were good sizes you know for 31 weeks yeah um but still, like it's a three-pound so baby, tiny. like a three-pound four baby is just like, oh my God, even a four-pound baby, like he looked huge in comparison to the other two. And I was like, he's the big one. He's the Four-pound, like. <laughs> I was like, if you handed me a four-pound baby before that, I would have died. I would have just been like, please don't give me that baby. Like, I'm so afraid of it. But uh, And three weeks later, you got to hold the three of them yeah. together yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I did. For the first time. So I was delighted. I kind of accidentally got to hold them. So I was, I was chuffed. Two of them have now tubes or breeding apparatus or so anything like great. that oh it's brilliant so I was holding the one that is still on a little bit of oxygen and the nurse had given me Ted as well and Chris was holding Bruce so I was like is there any chance you'd get a photo with the three of them together and I'll get Chris to bring the chair over and the nurses are just brilliant they were just like you hold the three of them do you want to hold the three of them I was like yes so yeah put the three of them how did that feel oh, I was brilliant you know it's kind of it's like the image in your head do you know, like I've seen other, uh, like friends of other mams that had triplets on Instagram and stuff like that. And I always loved that image. You know, the first time they had the three yeah. babies, like holding them, I was just like, oh, that's, that's kind of the, the moment. The moment, you know, you kind of wait for it. Like, but yeah, it was just, it was brilliant. Now, don't get me wrong. It was also terrifying because <laughs> you're like, <laughs> I'm holding three tiny that's babies. That's probably why the midwives are so good at just making the situation happen as yeah. opposed to like making you think about again it, it wasn't like you're going to come in tomorrow yeah, and I'll yeah, put the yeah. three of them and you know it was just kind of could we get a photograph and straight away there was three babies on me so uh now I didn't let them go too far away from me because I was like petrified um at the same time it's like it's even holding one of them for the first time I was kind of half afraid because I think it's just a natural so tiny yeah like you always just go back I think when they're in the neonatal and they're that small you go back to being a first time mom like there's no you know that way with Georgia and that was that kind of awkward thing of am I How holding my am How I, do I hold this? Yeah, yeah and it's the exact same again because by holding the three of them did it start to like did it start to become a reality that actually you're going to be going home with three? Well, it's so funny. Chris said the first time yesterday when he was standing like looking at me and he was like, "We have we're going home with three babies." Like this is this has actually happened. I was just like, I know. I was like, it was kind of that moment when he was looking at me going, like we've. This we, is real. We're taking the three of these home, like they're ours, you yeah. know, that way, because I think when they're initially in the neonate and stuff like that, they're in incubators, which is the hardest part. And you don't know, you don't know whether you're allowed to open the incubator, you don't know whether you're allowed to touch you're them. You're always looking yeah. for permission. Yeah. yeah. And like, to be fair, as I said, nurse are great, they'd always tell you what you can do and what, but you're still kind of afraid of it and you're not allowed just pick them up when you're not allowed do all these things you know that way you're in their rules yeah and so at the same time it doesn't feel like like well you know they're yours but you're under someone else's kind of permission to Mm. with your own kids so you don't have that kind of real ownership yeah they're just here my responsibility whereas kind of yesterday when you're holding through them you're like these are my three boys I get to like bring these home and mind them and and do all that so it was kind of the reality of it yesterday kind of hit the two of us it's the realization and again I like I know a lot of people find it really hard it's, they're in the best place of course they're like I cannot mind them better at the moment than the nurses and the hospital no. can so there's as much as I'd love them to be home it, there's no point in them being home because it's like obviously medically <laughs> no they're no, in no, the no. best place like so but soon they will be coming home yeah exactly I want them home when they're they're ready and they're ready strong. and they're healthy and I'm well able and they're well able and that's don't rush it yeah I just I I, I, because I'm going to be petrified when they come home there's no question of it like I'm like they're on machines telling me about their breathing their you know heart rate their respiratory everything and I I can understand them now so I know exactly what what's what so when I come home and I don't have those things all of a sudden you're like oh god the support is still there that you can ring the hospital like so it's 
That's really a little bit of it. You sound like you really trust that team. Oh, 100%. Like, you couldn't not. If you, you literally, if you've watched them for 10 minutes in a day, you'd know. Like, it's just, it's unreal. They're a superhuman. <laughs> it's another breed of human, the nurses in there. So, um, yeah, they're incredible. But they, they let you know. Like, I had a class as well for bringing home premature babies. Great. In Hollis Street, I have a CPR class that I have to do before I can bring them home. They'll do a class on bathing. They have a list of classes for all the parents in neonatal. So, you're confident going home. Lovely. So yeah, because you need like to that. have that, inf- you need to feel empowered that you're, yeah. you're capable of being well, able to do it. I think the, f- the first person you should worry about is you and what you're capable of. And once you're a little bit more confident, like you know yourself, I can fall back on a million people, but the book kind of stops at me. So, well, me and Chris. So um, once we're really confident in it, I think we're happy bringing them home and that's so important because without that all of a sudden all the self-doubt comes in and the am I good enough and am I going to yeah. be able to do this and then the guilt and ah. like we, we can beat ourselves up ah. enough so I'm so glad to hear that there are those services in place yeah. to help you feel as strong as possible going home and then the most important services of all of course is the grandparent service yes. <laughs> so I'm very lucky I've two sets of grandparents I have it able and ready three who are currently <laughs> retired and my mom is retiring the end of this year oh, as well great. so perfect timing out of her <laughs> it's literally the first thing I said I think when I found it was triplets was thank god my mom's retiring oh but you need like you just need so yeah. you need help with one never we mind three are so lucky because even with Georgia when I was pregnant my dad came up most mornings collected her brought her off or my sister my sister-in-law my you know nan and granddad on the other side I was so lucky because I wasn't able. Like she'd asked me to make her a sandwich and I'd be nearly crying trying to get out of the bed. Like so stuff like that was obviously priceless. And then I'm pretty sure my mom and his mom <laughs> it's gonna be harder to get rid of them than to get them up to to help, I think. So uh and then friends and even my neighbours. The text messages I'm getting off my neighbours just being like, We are next door, we are up the road, we're You do, you wherever. need that. Like you it's awful to feel like as you said, the book stops with you, but you shouldn't feel alone in it either. Yeah, no. You, know, you need to lean on everybody else so that yeah. you can be at the best for them. Yeah, but again, the one thing I did learn from Georgia and my friends and my sister having the kids is I am not afraid to ask for help. There is nothing wrong with it. Like, it's one thing I always say first time moms. I'm like, do not at any stage feel like you just can't. Like, I remember my friend ringing me and being like, if you do not come up here, like, I am going to lose my mind. Like, get up. She wanted to hoover her stairs. Like, so she wanted me to mind the baby. So that she could And I was like, I'll hoover your stairs. And she's like, yeah. no, I want to hoover yeah. the stairs. Like, you know, it's like, okay. But me I remember fr- getting a bit like yeah. that too, though. You just get fixated. You just want to be able it. to do something yourself. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, all my friends are really honest like that. All my family are. So there's never been a thing that you can't just ring up and say, I need someone to get up here. And tell me about the network then of other multiple moms oh, that you've got to know. My little angels. Yeah. Um, I've got actually... Tr- um, I'm on the Irish Multiple page on Facebook, so I knew a few girls through that. But, um, well, three in particular, I have, there's a girl, Nicola, up in Drogheda, there's a girl, Liz, down in Limerick, and there is Bridget, who's just up in Lucan, who actually called in to me before I had them, when we tea and chats, and it was yeah. amazing. And then I am in a constant WhatsApp <laughs> with Liz, and then Nicola is actually who I got my buggy and stuff like that off. So Great. it's been lovely, because they give you, oh, they're, like even the Lifeline. day I was having a bad day one day and I just you know when you know you can text someone and you're like you're just gonna get it yeah. and I text Liz <laughs> god bless poor That's Liz Irish triplet mommy Irish triplet yeah. mommy on Instagram and um yeah I text Liz and I was just I I went on a full god bless that woman picking up the, like like she doesn't have triplets herself full rant just about how I was feeling. Had to get it out. Oh, well, she was brilliant. She gave me, a f- the boys weren't well, so she was giving me a full one back. So but then I was feeling great. You know, the two of us were like, yeah. well, let me tell you this and let me tell you. And it's just... It's such a unique experience. Oh. Like, you know, I, I was saying that I, I looked at the numbers last year. Cause the, the 2019 numbers aren't out, but there was like 63,000 births in Ireland last year and only yeah. 24 of those were yeah. to triplets. You know, so you're in a complete unique little group yeah. and it's I'm delighted to hear that like you've been able to connect with other people who get it because that's what's most important in any of this. Yeah. You know, it's 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 not just finding other people that have just had a newborn, but you need to find people that get the experience that you're going through. Yeah. Well, even at that, like even my sister having twins, I get the majority of it and she gets a lot of it. But then you'll have other things like, you know, she wasn't in the neonatal. 
let's just say for as long yeah. whereas with triplets a lot of times you're in longer and stuff like that so even the little bits of advice you're getting off or you know someone just telling you that's absolute crap or yes. that's brilliant or you know or just reminding you like <laughs> like one of the girls reminded me during the week she was like the person giving you advice doesn't have triplets mm-hmm. she was like that's not fair advice and you know I, I that's kinda, brilliant it kind of took her saying that for me to go oh yeah actually I actually do know more about having triplets than her you have to remind yourself like sometimes you're like you haven't done this so like as much as I'm learning you don't have a breeze emotionally or physically or anything how I'm feeling like where it's been able to text her and go Ali do not take advice off this unsolicited advice of course off such and such like you know that's so important yeah you kind of need someone to remind you you do because you just feel really like obviously the hormones are there ah and the, <laughs> the guilt of knowing that you have three babies but they're not here yeah. and it's very easy I'd imagine to like let people who are trying to support you but actually get you yeah um so you know I think listen to that and remind them remind yourself that yeah and again it's it's the same thing it's this thing of pe- people are trying to help and try and give you advice but they don't know how to you know, and it's in the nicest way possible. They don't know how to. It's not out of, they don't want to. It's, they just haven't been there. They don't, like the certain parts of it, you're just not going to get. Whereas I know I have, you know, Bridget is the bridey bunch triplets yeah. on Instagram. And she, like, I know I can pick up the phone. I can pick up the phone and ring her today if I wanted and just go, I just need five minutes. And I know she'd give it to me. Mm-hmm. And same with Liz, like, they, they just drop it. Like, you know, that way they're like, what do you need? Again, Nicola messaged me, I was having a bad day during the week. And again, I had a big long message off her. And these are people who have three babies out yeah. to mind. And I'm like, you have the time in the day to take it out and send this message to me. Like, I'm like, that's even that's incredible. Like, so it is, it's, you just feel so supported by them. Now there's obviously loads more triplet moms that I have. Yeah. <laughs> the joys of Instagram, like you kind of all get to know each other really quickly. But that's also why you agreed to come onto this podcast because yeah. you want to do your part in helping anybody who might have just discovered or is pregnant or has just had triplets too. Yeah. To hear from you you know the that it is a positive experience that yeah. you uh, you definitely were overwhelmed but that there was a lot of support out there too yeah ah uh, it's like from start i actually i feel like i blinked and this has happened kind of thing you know like one day i found out i was having triplets and i blinked and all of a sudden i take yourself back to I a year you yeah know? it's it's in, it's kind of insane but it was the quickest pregnancy ever now that's the only thing i can say eh. pregnancy was everyone just kept saying to me it's so quick it's so quick and I was actually agreeing with them you know I think that's because like the last month of pregnancy is what actually feels the longest yeah because <laughs> you know like as you say uh, when people say oh it feels like you've been pregnant like for two minutes and you're pregnant at 40 yeah. weeks and you're scowling yeah yeah <laughs> um but this was like I remember 27 weeks being like I can't believe I I blinked and I've got here um but it's just I t- again information I just think the more information you get from people as in like the multiple birth groups yes. and it, like the amount of people even now there's girls who are 18 weeks pregnant on triplets or 20 weeks pregnant on triplets and they're messaging me saying I found out I'm having triplets my friend told me about you or you know whatever and it's lovely because now I feel like I get to do what Liz did for you and Bridget and Nicola and all did for me you know that way I'm like I get to pay it forward so and don't get me wrong those girls are I'd say they'll block their numbers eventually <laughs> by the end of this year. They'll have changed their phones. And I doubt that. I doubt <laughs> but, that. Uh, but it's just, as I say, it's just someone else getting it and knowing where to go for help and, like, giving advice and stuff. Like, like me and Chris have already, we had a conversation because we've got so much support over it. Like we were saying, as soon as we're done with anything we have, we're donating it yeah. to the next triplet mom or the next multiple mom if they need it. And if they don't need it, we'll go down the line to twins or whoever. Like just to be able to give give something back, yeah, you know, just to be able to help in the same way, kind it's of such thing. A, I mean, I, I can't even begin to think of the financial cost. Ah, uh, well, like having to care for three, even just like yeah, buying three of anything. Like we were joking, even with baby grows. You know, you'd go into any of the shops and it's twelve euro a baby grow, and all of a sudden it's up to thirty six. You know, like if you want yeah. to get them, you know, so little things like that are bottles. And even getting we'll have eighteen bottles a day. Wow! So buying. Six bottles and a steriliser is what is the norm. It, yeah. Whereas yeah. now it's 18 bottles and a steriliser. It's just everything that you'd normally buy, buy three. Buy three. Yeah. Now, again, we were so lucky. Um, the buggy we got, it's second hand. It's perfect. And um, we had to buy three new car seats mm. between the car and the buggy and everything we just decided. But even like that was 
massive we've been waiting for sales and waiting for everything and I've like personally I'm so lucky obviously we I'm in a position where people have been sending me stuff so yeah. I am <laughs> I saw unbelievably well, overwhelmed by that because they're so tiny it's so hard to buy clothes for yeah. them I saw mother care have a really gorgeous premature baby oh. baby grows they were they were actually their first outfits they ended up being the three of them um, it must have been so special to get something that you could actually use on them. Oh, it was lovely, so like, because uh, anyone, again, you're just dying to dr- get them in cots and get them dressed, you know, it's a step up every yeah. time. So, um, yeah, when I went in and saw them dressed, I was, like, bawling. And it was in the mother. They had literally sent it the week before. Yeah. And I was like, you know, when you're just like, this is, because I don't have a lot of, pre- I didn't buy premature stuff because yeah. I didn't know what size they were going to be born or you don't know whether... This will fit them. They bought. They sent me up to three pounds and up to four pounds, and one of them was in up to three pounds, and one the two were in up to four pounds, and it was just. And then even with that, like the amount of people in special care that were kind of saying, "Where did you, where did you get those? Yeah, teeny ones, you know that way." And I think that's really important because I, I like I'd imagine like I wouldn't have had a clue. You wouldn't have a clue. No. And I think it's as you said, it's a really important thing to see. It makes you feel like it's one step closer to them being healthy and well and leaving and coming home and that they yeah. are like your your little babies they're not the babies in the incubator yeah they're your little babies now in mother care baby grows yeah no it was gorgeous now I have to say because you can touch them now you know I can go in I can just like hold the babies yeah. and like the nurses are great as well they kind of let you know you know he's been fed he's been so you know which order and stuff like that so I know I can go in and say I'm just gonna pick him up for a cuddle now or I can do and I'm allowed to do it so it's like and they're in clothes so they look like little people (laughs) I can't wait like I'm already outfit planning which is something I never ever would do in my entire life I'm already like I'm gonna bring this in now tomorrow (laughs) and I'm gonna bring this in for for this are you gonna be the mom that dresses them identical (laughs) absolutely and absolutely not at the same time I'll dress them identical at the start of the day and if one of them gets sick, that's I the know, only one that yeah. gets changed. Yeah. People ask me that all the time, and I'm like, "Oh no, I'm not mental." <laughs> it's <laughs> like I know I have to wash all this stuff. Like so, yeah, no, three of everything. I don't think I'd be mad enough to change the three of them if one gets sick on something. Or and is there person. any like when do you think one or two or three might be? Well, see, they're really coming. smart. They don't give you any sort of inkling as to when they're coming any home because yeah. li- like if there's one thing you learn about special care is one day you'll go in as a kite thinking this is great and the next day you will come out and you'll be crying over something that probably isn't even that bad but you'll just it's up and it's down the whole time and you know they have oxygen in one day disappoint you. yeah exactly it's it's a lot easier to be disappointed you know in there because you're you're just so worked up the whole time for yeah. getting better getting better getting better so if one of them has a step back it does it knocks like it's knocked the wind out of me a couple of times now and I've no doubt though like yeah like and I as I say I, I process things really well I'm, yeah. I'm I talk about things and I'm open about things but it was just a whole different it was like like you get a punch to the gut every now and again so everything a bit of advice I've kind of given anyone that's gone in after me is yeah just you're gonna have days when they're gonna have step back you know step just backs. go with it and then you're coming the next day and like we went home one day so upset over Ted when he was intubated and we were so upset and you know, they were really worried about him and all this. Sure, I went in the next day, they had to chew about. There wasn't a bother on the child. <laughs> like, you yeah. know, I was like, what? But they have so, to react to every single tiny thing. Oh, exactly. Thing. So as as we thought we were stepping forward, they were going, oh, no, he's not. He's not too well. And then the next day, the little little thing, not a bother on him sitting there, like, <laughs> mooching in an incubator, like, oh, my God. Like, but so. you can't help be worried. And you have, oh, again, no more than having to buy three car seats. You've got worry by three. Yeah. Like that's that's the other side of things. Like I'm even trying to figure out who has the two Moses basket baskets beside them at night time. I'm like, I think Chris, you should have the two, <laughs> so you can worry about them too, and I'll worry. You know, my sister always says, "Man, your baby," and I. That's yeah. the advice she always gives. You know, you pick who's feeding who before you go to bed, and you man your baby. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I keep laughing, saying, "I think Chris should have the two going to bed." You know, like that he mans the two and has the worry for two, and I'll just the one and worry about one every night so uh so thinking back on the day that you were told triplets to how you are feeling now that they're all here and they're all well what do you wish that you could just have gone back and told yourself about this whole crazy year well like I suppose one thing you'd say is stop worrying but that's that's never going to happen for that (laughs) yeah you know you're like just stop worrying about things that haven't happened 
Um, yeah, I think we're all guilty of that. Like even like as I say, when that when you were sitting up at night time worrying about everything, it doesn't matter. Like it all gets sorted, you know that way. As I said, the amount of support in place that if you need it, it's there. You know that way. It's you kind of you don't. I didn't even actually realize how much support there was until I was in the hospital. Mm. I knew all the bits leading up to it, but even after having them. You just find this this more support, and you're like, oh my god, this is great! Like you know, you you find more things, and just to as well, just trust whoever, whatever hospital you're in. Yeah. Every maternity hospital in Ireland is brilliant, hands down. There is no, I hate women scaring people off. I I wouldn't go there, and I wouldn't do this, and I wouldn't. Every single staff member in every maternity is they're there to mind you. That's their job, and that's what they do. So I was I in Hollow Street them. as well. And I have to say, just I still I still have visions of the midwife that was in the room with us, and her face just makes me infinitely happy, oh, like all I, of the time. Like I, I genuinely, if I started listing names, I would ball. Yeah. I cannot. I keep saying I, I'm going to sell shops out of sweets and, <laughs> and stuff when we're leaving. Like um, I don't even know. Like that's what I mean. I, I keep saying to Chris, I was like, I don't even know how to thank them. You know that way. I was like, what do you what do you give these people? Like I'll get all like, yeah. See, I can't talk about. Them. I get all emotional every time we talk about stuff. But you needed them. Like you were at your oh. most vulnerable and you you just yeah. you had to just as you said, like let go of you're not yeah. in control and you just trust that these people are there and they're gonna just take care of you yeah. and your little baby. Like even That's as I said, like when I went in to have the kids, like to, ha- to have the babies to have B section, I had I didn't know before that day anybody in that theatre. I didn't know one person. I'd never met any of them, I didn't know any of them and I was as comfortable as could be I didn't have an ounce of like obviously I was worrying myself but I didn't worry because of the staff there I was like these people are like I I wish I'd filmed it I really do I wish I could have filmed it from like the start to the finish to show people and just be like look at what like this team of people just did they didn't even flinch like and even the person sitting the midwife was beside me and talked about going out the weekend and you know stupid like that's in that moment when that's what you need you're just like you just know how to do this like like someone wiping your tears without even having to ask them like you're just like oh they're just phenomenal i never you'll never hear a bad word out of me i always think it's funny how people just show up you don't even know them and they play such an important role in your life The, the catering staff like i swear to god we're the nicest women they just like i always ask for an extra sachet of sugar and i always ask them not to pour the milk in my tea and after day two they just, they just uh, you know, Mary told me yesterday, like, an extra, like they just, did, like, it was stuff that they didn't need to do, like, you know, and you're just, even that, they, they sit in the end of the bed and have a chat with you for five minutes. And it was just in that, like, I was in there on my own for, you know, a couple of nights and stuff like that. So they just kind of made you feel like you were, this is where you're supposed to be, you're at home and coming in for the chats every night. And they, like two of the midwives from the unit where I went into labor came up to me the night after I had them. Just to, like they were finished work, just to see how I was. Like I was still absolutely away with the fairies at that stage. <laughs> I can't even imagine the conversation I had with them. I can't even remember it. But you know, little things like that. Kindness just, goes a long yeah, way. Yeah, oh, unreal. Like, and even like the staff afterwards, like you know, being like, make sure you bring those boys up to me before you leave this Aww. hospital and stuff like that. Like you're, and you, I will. I'm gonna go up to all of them. There's no question of it. I just have to hope, hope my hormones are in check by then <laughs> so I don't just like blubber when I go up like I haven't been able to go down to the unit where I went to the labor because I know if I go down I'm just gonna start roaring crying so I was just like no I'll just wait until like the hormones are under yeah thing they were just unbelievable like I, they are absolute angels and I think every woman in this country owes a debt to, <laughs> to oh them my god being so brilliant at their jobs yeah, well I, I couldn't it, do it it's not just the medical side of things as you said it's it's having people who just get what you're feeling and yeah. know how to kind of coach you through it yeah. and make you feel better about the whole thing. You'll have me crying again. <laughs> oh, um, I can't wait to hear the day that you get to bring them home. Oh, I'm sure you'll hear all about it. I think I'll be screaming from the rooftops. <laughs> you're, you're, you're handling it all amazingly. Like, I, I don't know how you are being able to kind of stay so calm all the way through it. And as you said, it must be because you're you're able to talk and and and, yeah. and and control how your brain kind of works and how you're thinking and like if you could do a class that'd be great <laughs> <laughs> a life of just being mental <laughs> basically to how to how to silence all those worries I think yeah. is ah, we well all, they do we they that they, they come out but you just again other people like once you say it out loud it gives yeah. other people the chance to remind you 
that everything's going to be That everything's right. going to be, you know, wouldn't you say it out loud? You know yourself, your friends are, yeah. I always say, like, I wish I could go back and give myself advice. You know, and like even the other day when I got upset over someone saying something, which is so unlike me. I'm normally so well able to, to filter out all that. And like, I got messages or my friends were ringing me and like what they were saying to me, I was like, I know this. Like, yeah. You know, this is the advice I would have given them. And, but I needed them to say I needed someone else to say to me out loud, like... We're not always very good to ourselves. No. So. We, you know, especially mam, mam guilt is... Mam guilt is massive. Oh, it's horrendous. Massive. It's a horrible, horrible thing. But uh, we all have it. We all do it. And, you know, again, it's just saying it out loud and being reminded that, like... And, and being reminded it's normal. We all do. Like, I don't know one mom who hasn't had a day or a week or a year like that. So, like... All you have to do is turn around and ask someone else and they'll remind you that it's normal. And Well, I want it. to remind you that you're doing an absolutely amazing job. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> with your three little boys and with Georgia and with caring for yourself. You remind me that in a few months when and they're home and no, I'm there. true. <laughs> you're doing an amazing job of caring for yourself and, and having that support system with mums who are in the same yeah. boat as you are. No, I think it's really important. And thank you so much for taking part and um, being a guest on Every Mom the Podcast. <laughs> Thanks for listening to me rambling for the last while. <laughs> no, it's been absolutely brilliant and I wish you every success and I can't wait to hear that the boys are home. Oh, thanks so much. <laughs> Let me cry it again. <laughs> I'm not able for this. Thanks for listening to Every Mom the Podcast. Join Every Mom today to receive your free gift bag and be part of a growing community with the support and information that we all need. And get in touch with us by connecting on Instagram or Facebook with hashtag EveryMumThePodcast. We'd love to hear your feedback. This series is kindly supported by Water Wipes. Water Wipes are an essential for every mum from that first nappy change and during those messy weaning months. As creators of the world's purest baby wipes, Water Wipes are purer than cotton wool and water and are proud sponsors of Every Mum, The Podcast.